0: Hey guys, today's episode of the Table 40 podcast here on Sports Spectrum is presented by Operation Christmas Child. You can check out the website samaritanspurse.org to learn how to pack a shoebox or build one online. Operation Christmas Child is the world's largest Christmas project of its kind and the National Collection Week is coming up November 14th through the 21st. They've been doing it since 1993, collecting and delivering more than 198 million gift-filled shoeboxes to children in need in over 170 countries and territories. This year, They hope to reach an additional 11 million children with these shoebox gifts. You can get involved right now. It's perfect for families. Your church could get involved, students, even small groups. A great way to teach kids about thankfulness and giving back to those in need. Again, National Collection Week, November 14th through the 21st. Shoeboxes will be collected across the country at nearly 5,000 drop-off locations. And this is a milestone year as Operation Christmas Child expects to collect and celebrate its 200 millionth gift-filled shoebox since it all started back in 1993. Again, the website, samaritanspurse.org slash OCC, samaritanspurse.org slash OCC with Operation Christmas Child.
1: Hey, what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the table 40 podcast matt and leslie here and today we're jumping into the discipleship handbook and we are on chapter nine uh working through the chapter refine through trials so let's jump in Les. let's see what we got
2: yeah i think it's really important to highlight what what natalie and the pao team wrote in the very beginning of this chapter and i'm just going to read it out loud here it says faith is often a struggle It can be a battle to hold on to faith when there is so much hardship and suffering in in this world. The various trials we all face in life present us with unique temptations to lose faith. Uh, Where the enemy wants to use trials and opportunities to devour our faith, God wants to use them to refine and strengthen our faith. And I believe that that is so incredibly true, whether they're... Small, little, uh, seemingly insignificant trials or adversity that we may face day to day, or or the really hard and heavy stuff. I, I think that all of our our trials will eventually teach us to trust and depend on God. Um, and what ways have you seen that in in your life, babe?
1: Well, I think that the the one thing I think trials and you're talking about like hard stuff, and I, I think even watching the video earlier um, that. Kristen,
2: Kristen, mm-hmm.
1: Kristen Young, Kristen Young did, uh, which was so powerful. And when you talk about trials, I think we all, in our own comfortable way, wish that we didn't have to face any trials. But I think at the same time, when you when you look at it through a different lens of God growing us and and using our trials to encourage and help others, I think we can start to refra- reframe um, what trials and, and and suffering looks like and. Um, I think for me in in my life, you know, it's, it's, there's been times where I've questioned God and why, and and what's going on and why is this happening and what am I supposed to do with it? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that, that, you know, when you're in the middle of it and as you get older, you start to see more and more of what this looks like. Um, and I think as young people, sometimes we go, we, we think a trial might be, um, striking out with the bases loaded or you know sometimes you know when people talk about bad things happening or and and sometimes when you're young you you really don't have the full grasp of of what this looks like and so as you get older um i think you start to understand it better and and deal with it in in a in a more uh, mature way um but it's hard
2: yeah it it is hard and i think again i, I the the bible story that they highlighted in this particular chapter is interesting to me Um, but also incredibly encouraging. And so they're highlighting Mark 9, 22 through 24. Um, Just to paraphrase what was going on here, this father comes up to Jesus and he has a son that was um, stricken by what they they said was a a spirit that was really wrecking his life. And um, the dad goes up to Jesus and he says, hey, look, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if I can, like all things are possible for for one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help me in my unbelief. And I think just to me, that's so encouraging because I know that there've been moments in my life or seasons in my life that that's the honest prayer that, that I prayed is God help me in my unbelief. I know that this particular trial may not have the outcome that I desire. But what I do know is that through this trial, eventually I'm going to learn to trust you more. I'm going to learn to depend on you more. But in this meantime, in this space in between, as I'm navigating all of this, please help me in my unbelief because your character at this time doesn't seem to be what I read in scripture. Let's just be honest. Like when we go through things that are really difficult, sometimes we associate pain in trials and and we look at God, like you're actually not a good father, but he is a good father because he tells us the very beginning, like, look, all cards on the table like there is going to be trouble in this world but take heart i have overcome this world but because of the rebellion that we see in genesis 1 and 2 suffering is a consequence and a product of the fall um human rebellion everyone suffers suffers but the christian the christian suffers with hope and i think that that's that when i read that in mark 9 I, there's several things that stand out number one the father knew that he needed to go to jesus Number two is honest in his request with Jesus. Like, please help me. This is exhausting. I love my son so very much. And I'm, I'm. it's very hard for me to see him in this state. Jesus, will you? Is it possible? Will you have mercy on us? And Jesus is like, yeah, it's possible. I'm coming here to make things the way they ought to be. And I'm going to show you with me, all things are possible. And then the humility of the dad to encourage people like us <laughs> thousands of years later is all right. All right, that's what they say, but help me in my unbelief, right? That is really encouraging to me. Does it encourage you?
1: Yeah, and I think the thing that we struggle, or I struggle with the most, is is the timing element. So oh, yeah. When God doesn't come through, and in, in, immediately, I get discouraged, and I think, you know, this is what you want. You want us to cry out. You want us to plead, and, and in return, we want an answer immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think that that sometimes is, is a struggle when you're going through. Um, you want to have this faith, and you want to cry out to God, and you want that prayer. You want Him to walk over and heal you right away. And I think sometimes when it doesn't happen, we can become discouraged, or mad at God, or um, test our faith. You're and right. So, and okay. so I, I think that that you know that that's something that when when you read through these stories and and the guy pleading with Jesus to to heal his son those are moments that we have in our life they might look a little different but sometimes it doesn't doesn't happen right away and our our timing obviously is not his timing and i think that's something i struggle the most with is especially you know this in this world of instant gratification like when you don't get your answer that you want right away sometimes we we you know that's when we get you know upset or um know that's 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 what i struggle with
2: no doubt and i think that that's so true of all of us you know and I, i just think that that's again why we have to have a community of believers to hold our hands and pray with it with us and intercede for us when we go through things that are really really difficult um all right so god refines our faith through trials just as gold is purified through fire so our faith is purified strengthened and proven to be genuine through various trials in life and again when we look at this and you were talking about the timetable earlier and just our timelines don't oftentimes don't line up with the Lords and that's just being honest and vulnerable and all of us can relate to that every single one of us whether they're trials that are insignificant a couple years later or trials that affect us for the rest of our life until we we see the face of Jesus and, and there are going to be things in our life that we are just straight up not going to understand until we are held by our creator. And he says, this is why, and this is the outcome. And in all of those things, like there are mysteries on this side of heaven that um, are, are difficult to, to, to understand and navigate. But that, again, that's why we need our community. But when we look at this and I don't know much about gold and in the process, uh, I, I, I probably should look into it anymore or into it some more. But I think when we look at it, just as gold is purified through fire. So our faith is purified, strengthened and proven to be genuine through various trials in life. It takes a long time for gold to become gold and pure gold to become pure gold. And and there's a... uh a very difficult process like it gets really hot and and then it wait it like the impurities burn off and all of those things and i think the same is true when we go through trials trials have the opportunity to create in us a gritty faith and a pure faith
1: i think that when you talk about when you talk about that you can't shortcut the process that's right and i think that sometimes we want to shortcut the process by avoiding the trials of of what life like you're talking about, like of of the process of turning us, you know, more and more like gold or Jesus, wherever you you can't shortcut the process. And I think a lot of us um would love for God to just sort of cut the corner and and uh, and and leave out some of the refinement. Um, but that's what i I hear when you read that is is that there's no shortcutting the process,
2: yes, all right. We're not told in Scripture to feel happy about pain or suffering whether we can rejoice in what god is doing in and through our trials for his glory and our good it is um gosh that when you read it fast like that and you read it in one sentence that isn't true but when you look at it in like a a lifetime, this can be true. We are told in scripture, God's a good father. He gave us a heads up. He said, look, in this world, you will have trials. Take heart. I have overcome the world. There's no reason to feel happy about pain or suffering, rather rejoice in what God is doing through trials, through our trials for his glory and our good. And I just think that it's so important when as Christian leaders, um, in your sphere of influence, Christian leaders in our home and leading one another as we navigate this space in between um, here and, and there, right? This already not yet kind of place we're living. This isn't going to happen overnight. Like every single time something difficult happens to us or to ones that we love, there's no need for immediate rejoicing in what God is doing when tragedy hits. But God promises over time, over a lifetime, we may be able to look back on some of our darkest days and say, through our trials, we can glorify God. And we understand that there were things that happened on that, that day, that day of darkness, that day of, of something very difficult, something good came out of it for my refinement for eternity. You know, like this eternal perspective is so incredibly necessary. When we talk about trials, we've got to look up and we've got to look beyond, um, now, you know, into the life to come.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I think that that's hard for us. Uh, totally. Um, you know, it, it's, I don't know. I think we we live, sometimes it's hard to live, you know, kingdom minded or, or you know, thinking about, uh, we're just trying to get through the day. And I think that there's some wisdom to that, but I think at, this, at the same time, be present, but be present with the mindfulness of what's to come. And I think that that's something that, for me is a, is a challenge to one live present, but also live with your eyes focused on, 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 on heaven and the, 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 not the end, but like the, you know, the, the treasures laid up in heaven. I think it's, it's hard to, it's sometimes hard for me to, to do both.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Key point number three, God's present is God's presence is enough to get us through the darkest valleys rather than ask God why something is happening. A question which may We may never get an answer to ask for his presence, God's presence, God's presence through the Holy Spirit. We've talked about the Holy Spirit again. This is a a beautiful gift from Jesus and that we have the presence of God um, with us because God, once we become men and women that are in Christ, we get the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so when we're going through difficult things, whether it's the difficulty of the mundane or these these big uh, like life moments that that get us sideways. I think the prayer is, God, God, give me your presence. Make your presence known through um, this intimate relationship we have with the Lord, but also just this opportunity to be in community with others. I think that that's an excellent, excellent prayer. Um, Key point number three, God is intimately familiar with suffering. A God who entered into human suffering, taking it head on and absorbing it for us, is something that sets Christianity apart from every other religion. And um, I I think when we think about faith and we think about our object of faith and jumping towards something um, and placing our faith in someone that's Jesus Christ, that to me uh, makes like this assurance of my faith um, and the object of my faith even stronger when I think about the life of Christ and Jesus coming to us in the middle of our mess and experiencing suffering as the King of Kings and uh, the creator of all things, but because of the love that he had for us, he came to us and experienced um, pain and suffering at the utmost, you know, and, and to me, that makes my faith in Jesus stronger when I think about those things, because I think uh, like my friend, Kristen says, faith is jumping. It's active. Faith is jumping towards the object of our faith. And the object of our faith is Jesus Christ you
1: have any thoughts on that no i mean i i just think that that's that's uh that's the goal i mean i think that that's the yeah when we talk about what do we do with this knowledge that we get and and like how do we practically do and i think to just leaning into jesus and leading into jumping into his i mean i guess just his um what he says is important and i think it just leaning in and, um, taking heart with that. He's got us is, is really, you know, trying to put practical use to this, you know, these, these verses.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Finally, a key point, last key point. If one way to define faith is dependence on God, then God can grow our faith through trials by bringing us to a place of dependence on him. Dependence on God is a blessing is a blessed place to be. Um, I think about when I read that, I think about this old hymn. Um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a little town called Higgins, Texas. We went to the United Methodist Church and they had read hymnals. And I would stand next to my grandma because she had a beautiful voice and uh, she would rub my back whenever the pastor was <laughs> would start preaching. But we would sing this song called Trust and Obey like every Sunday. And they also sing a song like when we all get to heaven, but that's neither here nor there it has nothing to do with this message. but the lyrics of the beginning of the song are trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. And I think that like trusting Jesus Christ is the only way that we are going to aid learn how to have this healthy dependence on on God um and grow our faith through trials is is trusting the Lord, trusting the Lord. So being obedient in this way, When we go through things that are difficult and what i mean by obedience is um is going to him with with our hurts and our pains like running to jesus with the things that that cause our heart to break and and having our faith in christ when when uh, the going gets tough you know and and not being self-reliant and relying heavily on the lord and and through prayer and fasting and friendships crazy communities crazy um important during times at times of suffering. And so I do believe that there's a way of life that allows us to live with both deep joy and deep sorrow at the same time. But the only way that can be accomplished is to trust um, and depend on the Lord. So um, that's all I have. I, I think that suffering is hard.
1: And I think when you talk about community, we can't wait to have community until we have suffering. That's like, right. We should have community that's right. to celebrate and And to celebrate the great times and the things that are that are that are really exciting. Um, and then you know, when you do have things that happen that are very difficult, uh, you already have this built-in community you're doing life with that can come alongside you. So I, I think that it's important that we're both celebrating and um, carrying each other's burdens um in community, and that you don't sort of wait till some you need community to have community. You, it's it's already something that we should be actively be involved with
2: that's good that's wise another reason why i think you're great oh, thank
0: mm. you so much. you're
2: welcome all right guys we'll see you next week all right thanks so much for listening to today's episode of table 40 and you can find our podcast everywhere podcasts are found and at the sportspectrum.com. and if you're looking for a great resource check out the sports spectrum magazine and order your copy today The magazine has wonderful stories on sports and faith, and it's a perfect gift for kids and a sports fan who loves Jesus. Subscribe today to sportspectrum.com. Thanks again for checking out our show, and we will see you next time here on Table 40.